Judith Krieger here on the Your Native Language Is Your Superpower podcast. And today we're going to ask the question, do you have what it takes to run your very own language sessions? If you're like most people, you have a bunch of doubts and questions. Stay tuned and we'll cover all of the main doubts that people ask themselves. Let's get started. There are only three main questions that you need to ask yourself to figure out if running your own language sessions is really right for you. And I think you'll be surprised how very simple they are. Here's your first question. Do you speak another language? Yes. Well, then you're third of the way there. Second question. Do you like being with children? Okay, because we're talking all about sharing your language with children, running language sessions for children. So it's kind of important that you enjoy their company. Most ladies I work with have come into this idea of running their own language sessions since having their own children and seeing how well their children pick up their second or third languages sometimes in the home. And it started making them think, hmm, you know what? I could really do this. I could really share this language with more children. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be fun? What a great benefit to all the other children out there or in my area who maybe don't have exposure to other languages. What a benefit this could be. And having your own children will, of course, make you realize whether or not you enjoy being with children, being with your children's friends. How do you feel when you're with them? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel inspired? Does it motivate you? Do you feel creative? The only important thing is that you feel good when you're with children. You like their company. You enjoy their company. It's not necessary to have children of your own in order to know whether you feel comfortable being with them. Perhaps you have nieces or nephews. Perhaps you work with children. So all you need to know is if you feel comfortable being around children. There you go. Bang, question number two. So question number one, do you speak another language? Yes. Question number two, do you feel comfortable being with children? If you answer yes, fantastic. Question number three is a bit of a different one and this one is do you like the idea of a growth mindset so the idea of a growth mindset is that you're happy to continually learn and improve and grow and tweak and try and experiment and just always have that point of view that no matter what you do no matter what the result is that you will come out of it having learned something, having discovered something, what worked, what didn't work. And again, if you've listened to my previous episodes, you'll know that this is something that I touch on regularly because it's so important and it's really good to remind ourselves. So you will hear me bring it up quite regularly. Just that idea of always being happy and excited to grow and improve the way you do things and improve who you are and how... And in the case of running language sessions, of always having that fascination with how you can engage the children more, how you can make things more fun, how you can get them speaking more of your words, all those things that create a super enchanting experience for the children and for yourself. So if that makes you feel good, 
the idea of always looking at your experiences with a sense of curiosity and fascination, if you love that and you love the idea of growing and improving, that's it. Bang. You've got everything it takes. There is nothing else on the list of things that you need in order to be just the right person to run your own language sessions. You speak another language, you enjoy being with children, and you love a growth mindset. Now that you've recognized where you sit in those three questions, there still may be some doubts about practical things that I'm just going to address here now with you. So now a number of people I've worked with have been concerned about the confidence they have in speaking English. They have been fearful that people might say to them, hey, your English isn't even good enough. What are you doing trying to teach people another language? Often it's just a fear that we have that we don't feel like we're good enough yet. Will we be able to communicate well enough with the parents when we're talking about what we do with the children? Will the children understand your English well enough in order to understand how the games work? Because while you're sharing your language, you're introducing your language, you will still be speaking a lot of English. It does not matter what level of English you have, as long as you can make yourself generally understood. It doesn't matter if your grammar is incorrect, if your pronunciation's not great, it doesn't matter if you have an accent. Your accent is beautiful, keep your accent. Or if you're like me and I was sharing French as my second language, so my first language is English, and I was introducing French to children, being an English speaker, my French is spoken with an accent, a bit of an Aussie accent. But that's never stopped anybody enjoying my sessions. I've never had any negative comments about it. So if you're the other way like me and you have an accent in the language that you're sharing and that's fine, you're still creating an inspiring, exciting environment for the children and you're introducing the wonderful benefits of being exposed to different sounds and words and languages and cultures and ideas. The whole thing is beautiful. So do not be at all concerned about your level of English or whether or not you have an accent. The more important thing is that you want to do it. Once you know that you want to do it, then everything else you can learn and discover along the way. I've had a lot of people asking if they need to be a teacher. No, you do not need to be a teacher. You just need to be you. You just need to invite a few children around to your place or organize somewhere to meet a couple of children or one child or however it starts off and just start playing some games with them in your language. You don't need any language qualifications. You know, it's different to if you're, if you're tutoring a high school student or an older student who is required to pass exams or required to follow a curriculum that is a school curriculum. That's different. You're talking about a different environment. So yes, you will likely need some qualifications or at least to be very familiar with the curriculum and what's required. That's something else entirely. If you like the idea of that, well, I highly recommend you go and just ask around and get some information to find out what you might need in order to be able to do that. But still, even if you're, even if you have students who are at, at, at school, no matter what age, and they're doing that language at school, they might just like to have 
some fun experiences, making it more real for them, just playing some games, having some activities, doing some things that are sort of real life experiences. And you can provide that to them without having qualifications. If it's not your job to get them to pass an exam, then you're just fine to use if you speak your language. Just create some beautiful experiences for them. Go and play some sport with them. Do some cooking. Have some meals. Just so many different fun ideas that you can use to enhance those students' experiences. Now, with the younger children, absolutely not. We're not looking at teaching them perfect grammar and having a vast vocabulary. We're just inspiring them with the idea of words and language and culture. And you can do that with all sorts of games and you do not need to have any sort of qualifications. So hopefully that will allow you to breathe a little bit more easily knowing that, hey, you don't need to do anything, anything else special right now, but just make a decision you'd like to do it. And everything else that you might like to know just to help you along the way Well, that's why I'm here and that's why I've created a bunch of resources and this podcast and some little trainings and all sorts of things so you know where you can come to get the help that you need if you just feel like you want that extra. But none of those things are absolutely necessary. You just need to, one, know that you speak your language, two, know that you enjoy the company of children, Three, love the idea of a growth mindset and continually improving. That's it. And then you just need the courage. (laughs) You just need to have that little bit of inspiration and the guts to just start. Just say to somebody, hey, I'm thinking of sharing my language. Do you know anyone who's interested? And we cover all of that in episode number six. One simple step to help you find the people who are interested in your sessions. I do have a free guide that outlines these points we mentioned today in this episode in more detail. And there's also a quiz that comes along with it that allows you to follow through and answer some questions as you go. And I always just find that so helpful to really get your mind straight. It's one thing to hear something or to read it, but when we're actually participating, even if it's just ticking off some some boxes or writing down where we're at, I find it can really help to solidify in our minds where we are and encourage us to then be ready for the next step. That's why I love to put these quiz questions very often with the guides that I provide. So if you'd like to see the guide that goes over these and you don't have it yet, it's in my free discovery hub. So if you go to Cocorico World, C-O-C-O-R-I-C-O world.com and then click on the training hub tab, It'll take you to my whole training hub and in there you'll find the free discovery hub and you'll find the guide in there that goes through this in more detail and it also outlines a few of the mindset things and there are a bunch of other free resources and bonuses in that discovery hub. So if you're not in there yet and you haven't accessed these guides and the videos that are in there, then I recommend that that be your next step jump in there you just sign up with your name and an email address and then you have access to everything with pdfs to download or you can just look at it all straight there in the hub online so hopefully answering those three questions for yourself even if you have read the guide sometimes it really helps just to hear it again in a different format so you've read it You've maybe answered some quiz questions. If you've read it but you haven't answered the quiz questions, jump back in and just answer those questions. 
And then hearing it as a spoken guide as well, sometimes just hearing things in different formats can really just help to give us courage or solidify an idea or make us understand things in a slightly different way. It's always useful to have the same information provided in a number of different formats. So hopefully I've done that for you today and that you're leaving this episode feeling inspired hopefully and a bit more courageous and a bit more comfortable in the knowledge that there's nothing special you need and that you're likely ready for your very next step. Okay everybody, great talking to you. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you've enjoyed the few episodes we've had so far or you have some comments, just go in and leave me a quick review. That'd be fantastic. And also subscribe because when you subscribe, you receive a notification every time a new episode comes out so you don't miss out on anything. Have a fabulous day or a fabulous evening wherever you are in the world and I will catch you on the next episode. Bisous, allez, bye